Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am sitting down today with a returning guest from way back in the day when the YouTube channel was still like, it looked real bad. I Anyone who was watching then, thank you so much for hanging <laughs> around. Uh, we're sitting down with Jay Worth of Single Ops, and we are going to be talking about hiring because when I think about hiring and company culture issues in the lawn care industry, I know that Jay and I have very aligned values in that space. Mm -hmm. And so I love to get you on to get your opinion on hiring. And I know that you have a lot of skills in the marketing arena. And so I thought that we could, you know, kind of butt our heads together here and see what we can come up with to help guys find people now that we're in the spring rush. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me back on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So what we are going to be talking about this week is using paid ads to find top quality lawn care and landscaping employees. Um, and I think the first hurdle that we're going to have to overcome here is convincing people that they should spend money to find employees. <laughs> I think it's hard enough to convince people to spend money to find work, let alone spend money to find someone to pay money. So I think we'll we'll kind of dive in there and talk about why people should use paid ads to find employees. Yeah, I couldn't agree anymore. And I would say um, I'll couch all of this first. And I'm sure we'll dive into this later. But for people who are not convinced, you know, or skeptical of marketing in general, because we hear that a lot in the industry, right? They say, oh, marketing doesn't work. I would suggest that you're probably doing it wrong. But, you know... Keeping the, the type of person you want to recruit in mind, your ideal candidate, is is a really important part of making sure that this is successful. But the same reason you use paid ads is a, is the same re, or the reason you use paid ads is the same reason you use paid ads if you're looking for work because you're trying to catch people who are actively looking for something that you have to offer. Mm -hmm. That that's I mean that's just, it's that simple, right? Like if somebody is actively job seeking. And you have a need in your company. Why would you not want your company's information in front of that searcher? Yeah, absolutely. There's, you know, we talk about kind of the difference between Facebook ads, you know, Facebook and Instagram ads where the market is cold and we're having to warm them up and a market like Google ads where it's hot and the lead doesn't need to be warmed up. They're ready to make a buying decision. They searched lawn care in my area to get this ad in front of them. When you're just sort of like passively putting it out into the world that you need employees. That's a cold thing. You're having to warm people up and you have marketplaces like indeed where people are actively looking for a job They're, You know, they're doing the equivalent of typing lawn care in my area into Google and you're going to have to spend to beat out everyone else who's trying to get in front of them. And I think one thing we have talked about before is that you know, part of that is going to be paying people competitively to get them to care about your job, which means that, the, that listing needs to have pay in it. And I know that it's a legal requirement in some states now that a job posting have the compensation range listed. But uh, yeah. I think you should have it regardless of where you're at. I couldn't agree anymore. You and I work in kind of a tech space, right? Yeah. I'm a green industry guy at heart. I just happen to work for a software company. So that's it's like by accident, not by, but no, I work there because I think it's a good place, but I work in tech by accident. I, I work there because they needed somebody with green industry experience. If you look at Adobe's, um, 
most recent Adobe does, conducts a study every year, a workforce place, a workplace study. And it's people that have either recently graduated college or about to graduate college. So you're talking your 21, let's say, to 24 year olds, right? They conduct this study every year. And this year's, I want to say it was some outrageous number. It was like 85 or 90% of respondents in the survey. And I'm talking, it was like 1500 people, 2000. It was a big survey. Um, you can Google it. Google Adobe Workforce Study 2023. The most recent one, it was like 90% of the people won't apply for a job unless the salary range is listed. Now, yeah. you, you might you might want to hire a 35-year-old to work frontline, but chances are you you want somebody like, you know, I'm 41. You might want to hire me. I'm not going to produce. I can produce, but I'm not going to produce the way a 22-year-old is. I was 10 feet tall and bulletproof when I was 22, right? Like... <laughs> So, yeah, these are the people that you want to apply for your jobs, and they're not going to do it unless you list that range. I mean, it's hard to – there's such a wide range in the green industry of what people think is an acceptable wage. Why would you waste your time finding out that, you know, oh, this company pays 10 bucks an hour. I'm not going to – you know, now I've sat through an interview. I've done all of this, and there's no reason for me to be here. I'm just yeah. going to go with the four other companies that did list the compensation range. And it was, you know, acceptable to me. Absolutely. Last year, 2022, a competitor of ours, Jobber, they have some kind of an integration. They had a partnership with some HR platform mm-hmm. and they pulled, they did a study across this HR platform's entire thing and found that the average salary for a landscape worker in the United States was $14 and 63 cents an hour. I'd recently spoke at the Synced Live conference in Atlanta back in February, and I did some original research. I was actually speaking about recruiting and retention. I did some original research from a website called talent.com. And the reason I used that is it told you the number of openings in each state. It told you the salary rate, the average salary for that state. And then it told you the high and low. I mean, there was all this data. So you could see how many data points there were in each state, you know, job openings, what the average range was for that state. And then so I, I, put in, I created a spreadsheet and I put in all 50 states. The average salary is $14.91. Now, that doesn't sound like totally unreasonable, but I wanted to compare it to other industries, right? So general laborers, like your temp workers that are literally hired to just like pick up two by fours and move them from one side of a construction site to another, and they yeah. get paid same day, they make fifteen thirty-eight an hour. Fast food workers make $17 <laughs> and what was it? 20 cents an hour. They make two twenty-nine an hour more than landscapers. Don't say people don't want to work. People will work. They're just going to work where they get paid. Like yeah. go pay them. If you want to, if you're having trouble recruiting, maybe you need to think about: Am I paying more than the McDonald's down the street or the Five Guys or whatever? Because you might well, not you be. need to. You need to think if that is your competition. Then when you're writing your job post, and we do this for people, is like you need to think about what are the pain points of working at a yep. McDonald's or a Burger King, and it's probably going to be that you're you know treated like absolute garbage. Because you're considered dispense, you know, disposable. There's not, you know, there's a token opportunity for advancement, but really there's not. There's one manager for 30, 40 employees. You're not going to be the special one. Uh, so you need to like lean into the pain points of this job and and get people to think like, oh, this landscaping job is better than being at McDonald's, there's more opportunity for advancement here. People yep. will view me as more professional if I come over here. 
Like think about what people don't like about the positions they're in that are your direct competition for getting people in the door. And then let's dive into how paying for hiring ads is going to help you find better talent. Because I think like part of what we're focusing on here is the the thing that you and I always talk about that uh, like you need to pay people better. You need to have a better culture. Um, and I think we're like, I'm, I'm directing us away from the plot of the episode because I'm hoping that people are, uh, people are like on the fence about hiring ads. So we need to like push them over the edge there. Let's do it. You and I will throw them over, man. Come on. Yeah. Uh, so how, how do these ads help you find better talent? I think it's like pretty obvious what you've already said about, you know, it's a hot marketplace for where people are already looking for jobs. So like, obviously you're going to get people who are motivated to apply. Mm-hmm. So I think that you've got, you know, some, some really good points here. And I think, you know, you get, you get a, a larger pool depending on where you're looking for. If you're using a job board site, you're probably looking, getting people that are already actively looking. So you get a, a broader pool of applicants, but I think you've got your keywords kind of dialed in. And to your point, you know, the verbiage in your ads really talks about pain points and maybe you create ones for different things, you know, maybe you create a couple of different versions of it. Like, you know, if you know that, for instance, I lived in a community one time where like, I don't know, two out of every five jobs was warehouse workers. I mean, it was just a crazy amount because it was right near the intersection of several different major highways. And so there was just warehouses, Amazon and everything else under the sun, you know, all in one place. And so, I mean, there was just tons of warehouse work. Guess what? Those warehouse workers, your competition. So address, you know, that pain point specific to that. Just think about what it is. When you get those keywords dialed in and you got the ad copy dialed in, the other thing you can do, and this is maybe a bit more tactical than strategic, but I don't know if you've ever done this, Cody, or done it successfully. Um, But one of the things I thought about in using paid ads, it's not just paid ads like Google ads, but you can pay for geofencing around competitors that you know people are unhappy with so like if you're if you run a lawn care company and you know there's a a couple of true green branches in your area chances are there's some disgruntled true green people like those offices so that way when people are on their phone and they're like looking at something they get served an ad or you know when sometimes when geofencing works where you can if the phone enters the building it'll serve them an ad later when they leave. And so I thought about that. I thought about poaching competitors that way. The first time I saw uh, what became like the whole basis for my targeting model for Lightspeed was a friend who owned a lawn care business showing me his ads specifically targeting the building that his competitor worked out of. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that that kind of transitions us into a good opportunity to talk about how you can use Facebook in this Mm -hmm. because Facebook is not my like core hiring platform to run, we, you know, write job postings, do ads for people and do that like first level of screening. And we do all of that on indeed. And I have not had like fantastic luck with the job postings on Facebook. It's a little more restrictive. Mm -hmm. They're more restrictive than your normal Facebook ads because they're the way that they want to comply with like equal opportunity law. Yeah. is to not let you target the ad at all, mm-hmm. uh, which means like you can't even target it to, we want people that live in a reasonable radius <laughs> where like, we don't want to have commuting problems. We want people who live near the shop. So right. what, what I have helped people do to skirt some of that 
is write the ad not explicitly as here is a job come work here it's more like it's brand awareness and it's what's we're it always like looking for good it? people yeah <laughs> yes yeah we're always looking for good people that kind of thing that's not an explicit job posting but dumps them to your careers page yep uh, and then you can have individual job postings once they get there uh, but that's going to let you use all of facebook's like really tactical targeting to work from, you know, people who live in a certain radius of the shop, that's like a good commute, you know, maybe even worst case scenario, they could walk if, if the car broke mm -hmm. down. Yeah. Um, but what I would use Facebook for here is not like, I wouldn't even really track the number of people who came in through Facebook and became applicants. I would set a really low budget that I was comfortable spending in the same way that like, you know, you might have to pay the coffee shop to put up <laughs> a, a sign on the bulletin board right. and just be like, Hey, we know that this is not super great. We're just hoping it's one more touch in the hiring yeah. process in the same way that like you put out a yard sign and you don't <laughs> know, Oh, six people called because of this yard sign, because they told us that they saw a yard sign. Like no one's going to call and tell you that. Right. Um, so it's just like a little bit of a sunk cost. Yeah. And I think that that's something like you have to keep in mind when you're doing any kind of marketing, right? You have two, two buckets. You've got lead gen and you've got brand awareness. Yeah. Right. Like you have, you have, so like get out of your head. Once you recognize brand awareness for what it is, like it's making sure that people are aware of your community, your, your name in the community. So like your little league sponsorships, right? Or sponsoring the local marching band or all these things that you do because you're a good active member in the community that you serve. Don't expect those to turn into leads. You can't look at that and say, oh, well, I didn't get, you know, that ad didn't pay for itself. Well, guess what? That ad paid for itself 50 times over. <laughs> it's just that that's not the last touch people remembered. It's that they've been taking their kids to play softball and seeing that banner in the outfield for the last three years. And now they have a need. Yeah. And so then they come to you, right? Because that you're, you're top of mind, uh, but they're going to say, oh, I Googled you because <laughs> yeah. they Googled your phone number, right? So yeah. as soon as you get that out of your head as a business owner or the business manager, somebody who's running the, this, these efforts, HR manager, you know, Facebook is not a, it's not a lead gen source. And in this case, you know, a lead being a candidate, mm -hmm. it's not a lead gen source. It's brand awareness. I couldn't agree anymore. And, I, and that's so like, as I was looking over the notes for what that we were going to talk about in the show here, it said, why do we like Facebook? I have targeting in all caps. Like that's it. That's the only good reason to use Facebook for anything yeah. even approaching this is because it's got really powerful targeting options that to your point, if you're doing an actual job posting are really restrictive. But if you're just doing, Hey, here's our company, here's what our culture is like, here's what we're about. And, and then it can drop them onto a page on your website where they can apply. That's very, very powerful. And that would be the only reason I would use that is for that, that brand awareness. And you might get some leads from it, but that's not the primary purpose. Just, you know, spend 20 bucks a month, uh, just getting that whatever you can. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess like, it depends on how desperate like, your need is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then let's talk a little bit about ads on indeed, just to give people an idea of what the platform looks like. And I don't know how familiar you are with using indeed for hiring. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'll kind of lay out once the ambulance quits going by, <laughs> I can't hear it. So, <laughs> Oh, okay. We might be good then. 
So on Indeed, you're able to, you know, write like a pretty bog standard job description mm -hmm. and a job title. And the job title is going to be your headline. That is what people mm. see when, when they are first presented with the job. So you have to think about what should this be to get the click? Just like, you know, you have to think about it in a marketing mindset. And I think a lot of guys get hung up not thinking about it that way. Agree. Then job description, like we already talked about, you want to lean on pain points. Again, this is a marketing piece. This is not an employment piece. This is selling someone on working for you. Then we're going to have, you know, just kind of a bullet pointed list of benefits. That is why they should work there. If you're doing pay for performance or something like that, this is an opportunity to explain that a little bit. And then you have opportunity to have photos or videos on the posting. A video here that's a company intro from the owner is a great way to present yes. like a more personable brand. And you could reuse this video in those top level Facebook ads yeah. um, so that you've got multiple opportunities to get them to watch this video because not everybody's going to click the first time they see it. But it gives you an opportunity to introduce them to the company, kind of show them what the work will look like. This is going to for anyone who's already in the green industry who's looking for red flags. This is an opportunity to address those for them. So you want to, you want yep. them to see that the trucks are in good repair. You want them to see that the equipment is clean, that employees have nice uniforms. They're not wearing, you know, raggedy fallen apart shirts, everything that, that you can address their pain point wise with their current, you know, if they're already in the green industry, you want mm -hmm. to cover all your bases, cover those red flags for them. Yeah. And if you, I would just say too, I know that like a lot of your customer base is lawn care, but if you're maybe a full service landscaper and you offer something like tree care, make sure if you're showing videos of your equipment that you've got good pictures of like the harnesses and the climbing gear and stuff like that too, because uh, the quickest way to an arborist's heart is through shiny gear, right? Like they, they love seeing that you invest in them. But I think that's, that holds true pretty much across the industry. Like people get into this partly because they like the equipment. So yeah, that's a great call out. I love that. We dove into indeed because I liked their ad platform best when I yeah. started experimenting and to be honest, I didn't go dive into any of the other ones because Indeed worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so well, I don't I, have a lot of experience with ZipRecruiter. It felt really convoluted when I went in and tried to use it. I'd heard all the podcast mm. ads for it. And then it was like, yeah, it's going to post on all of these job boards that no one's ever heard of. And I was like, I don't really know what the value of that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like an aggregator. It's just weird. Yeah. And then um, I'm paying the aggregator to... <laughs> On Indeed, I think the other thing, the only like caution based on my experience is I don't know how you have, and you can probably speak to this better than I can. I think you covered like, and that was one of the things that I had a concern about. I was like, you have to make sure that the actual ad posting itself is super dialed in. I think it's a great call out to put like, here's what it's going to list. So like, if you're hiring for a lawn care tech, you don't necessarily need to make the job title lawn care tech. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> you want, you want somebody to click it and that's the first thing they're going to see. So put thing in there that's a little bit more dynamic, you know, I mean, unless you're looking for somebody with experience and you may not want that, you may want somebody you can train from scratch. So whatever that is, just make sure that's really dialed in. And I would just focus on more career type language than employment type language. If that makes sense, it's kind of a fine distinction, but people who are serious about like growing with your company, yeah. As opposed to, I just need the next thing to get me where I'm going. But I think the thing to watch out for is just the tire kickers. Like maybe the people that aren't, 
they're disinterested with their current job, but aren't like ready to make a change yet. And maybe that maybe it's worthwhile. And I don't know how expensive or inexpensive the ads are. You could speak better to that. But it's like if you're not if you're not great at writing and, and managing that job posting, you're going to get a lot of people who are like casually interested, and they're going to click on it. It's going to cost you a ton of money. But that's the same way yeah. with Google Ads too, right? Like, so the, any so ad copy you're putting out there, paid ad copy, you've got to have it dialed in. <laughs> yeah. What What I would tell you that is really cool about Indeed, and it feels a little like a loophole and a cheat code, and so at some point they might close it up, but you have (laughs) 72 hours from any applicant applying to reject the application and not pay for it. And so the language indeed use uses is that they'll like, they'll replace the candidate. But if you shut off the advertising for the job listing after rejecting a whole bunch of people, it doesn't replace them and you don't get charged. So you have the opportunity to get a bunch of paid applications. And if you look and you're like, this person has no, no relevant experience and no comparable experience. Um, you know, I go through and I reject a lot of just like random stuff. That's like, doesn't feel if I have, you know, I can afford to pay in the budget for six or seven applicants to stay on and actually be interviewed. And I've got six or seven guys with two years of industry experience. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take them over fast food employees even though like, you know, someone who's worked at a McDonald's for two or three years is probably like, you know, they bust their ass. So like they are probably a, a decent candidate, but if I've got guys with experience who already know the, the field, I'd rather have them come in the door and get that interview. Um, just like selfishly for my client's benefit. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's selfish. I think it's smart. Yeah. Um, the, The other big thing with Indeed that I love is, so that's the cheat code. So please use that to uh, get more out of Indeed. I had no idea. I love it. Dude, they they will come for your wallet. The way that Indeed is set up is... It's like like Home Advisor. Yeah. Yeah. it's, It's ridiculous. Like the default settings, if you just run an ad campaign with what they want you to do, they will literally pull thousands of dollars out of your bank account over a weekend. Uh, we had a, how I discovered the loop. Don't get me started on these, yeah, <laughs> on these services. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, we discovered that loophole because uh, a client was about to get billed $1,500 when that was not what we had set the campaign for. Their website had an issue and I was getting like, not 404, the like bad server gateway error messages, like the website yeah, was yeah. being like overtaxed while I was setting up the the post, but everything mm. had like the settings were good. And then the next morning I wake up and they have like 80 applicants. And I was like, that's not correct. That's not normal. <laughs> so the other cool thing on indeed is that you can go in and invite people to apply once you've sponsored the job. Yeah. So I scroll through and I look for those pain point jobs. If there are, if there's an Amazon warehouse in your area and there probably is, you know, that's a pretty horrible place to work. Like they got in trouble not that long ago for like refusing to air condition the warehouses. And so people are in these like super hot buildings filled with cardboard, you know, insulation in the summer, people are passing out on the job. Don't be worried about if they can handle the heat, right? Like they can, they can handle the heat. Don't be worried about if they can handle the weather. Like 
<laughs> they've worked in these warehouses. They're, they're certainly okay. I'm with you, man. I agree. The worst landscaping company takes better care of their employees than letting people pass out on the job. So like you are a like vastly better employer than an Amazon warehouse. And so For go sure. poach those people. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so indeed letting you invite people to apply and then you don't get charged unless they choose to apply and then you don't reject them within the 72 hours. Right. So you get it. I invite a lot of people and then I have the opportunity to kind of clean up on the, the back end for people. Yeah. And I would, and I would geofence the crap out of that warehouse. Yes. Yeah. That's what I would be doing <laughs> Facebook wise to, to get people to, to notice you for the first time. Absolutely. Well, you can even not just Facebook, right? Cause you can, you can do it with Facebook, but isn't there, uh, there are other platforms that let you geofence like while they're playing, you get like an ad that pops up while they're playing candy crush and yeah. all those other digital things, right. That they're doing on their phones, whatever other games they're playing. There's like these, again, it's like an aggregator. You plug it in, and as long as you've got the dimensions right and everything like that, it can be like sick of working without air conditioning, or, or you know, like whatever it is you want to say. You can just like go directly after the employer. You know, what are they? They're not going to know unless one of their employees takes it and shows their boss, and then they're going <laughs> to say, "Why are they, they looking for jobs?" You know. <laughs> so, um, I'm with you, man. So, big things here. If you're doing this in house. Um, you want to keep the posting fresh. I think the best way to mm. do that is update that top level thing they're seeing the, where the, what indeed's calling the job title, what we're calling the headline, you yes. want to be refreshing that every couple of weeks to make sure that it's staying fresh, especially if you're spending on it, you don't want to be spending to get the same headline in front yes. of the same people. So I would start tweaking job title, looking at the job description and maybe pulling another benefit to the top. If, if something is not getting applications anymore, then maybe consider like which paragraph you lead with so that you're maybe leaning on a different pain point or leaning on a different benefit mm -hmm. so that you'll get people who have maybe seen the first paragraph and it didn't hit for them. So now you've switched it up so that you're, you're trying to get them on the second paragraph. And mm -hmm. hopefully that's just rearranging things because job descriptions usually don't flow. Uh, yeah. like a normal written piece. So you can hopefully Correct. just rearrange things without having to do a lot of extra work. Yeah. I think that's, that's really, really um, smart. And I think again, if you're listening to this, the, the main takeaway that, that Cody has said, and the main takeaway that I would reiterate to you is make sure that whatever language you put in there. And I love the idea of the video. I didn't know you could do that on indeed. I have literally never seen an indeed video or indeed posting with a video in it. So like that distinguishes you in and of itself but make sure that that's as attractive and the language in there is as dialed in as possible for the type of person that you want to attract. And so that ideal candidate, like you should have an age range in mind. You should have like, are they currently employed or are they a college student? You know, what industry are they currently working in? Maybe it's a green industry. Maybe it's not. Maybe you work somewhere else that has another, you know, large pool of manual labor worker and you want to steal from those, poach them, whatever it is. Are they married? Have those things in mind because that all informs the type of language that you use, right? So like if, if that person's married, you want them in their young, you know, mid twenties, but you want a, a young married person, well, then you need to be talking about the benefits that, that you're offering, you know, the insurance and retirement and things like that in that job ad. If you want a young single, you know, 18 to 20 year old, it doesn't matter. That's probably not quite as important to them. So like you have to have those things in mind before you even start putting a posting out there. That ideal candidate, who is that person you want to click apply? 
and, and tailor everything around them. Absolutely. And that's, you know, for guys that have been on the channel for a while, that's exactly what we talk about in your regular marketing. So this is all about just applying the skills you've been developing to grow Absolutely. the business to your recruiting efforts. Um, Jay, thank you so much for hopping on with me again. And next time, let's not wait so long. I'll get you back on way sooner. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, thanks so much for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. If you are listening to the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. It helps spread the word and helps more business owners find the show and grow their business at Lightspeed.